0: So it's been like what 3 weeks, 4 weeks?
1: It's been 2 weeks. <laughs> Less than Obviously 2 weeks. Obviously my sense of time is
0: messed up here. And you are you're not okay, so you think you're okay right now like you haven't gone to the hospital I or mean, anything, we, right? I mean
1: we got tested on Wednesday and we um <coughs> it came back negative.
0: Okay. So oh, that's good then, right?
1: Well, that's good.
0: Okay. But we I
1: mean we're not like Tim's not completely symptom free, mm-hmm. but I think like I guess low enough that the task can't pick
0: it up. Yeah. Yeah. And uh yeah. yeah. And just so everybody knows, I did ask Tim and Joss if it's okay to interview them for this small group. I didn't just throw it upon them. And they said yes. They actually agreed. (laughs) If you were if you guys were actually not doing well and you were actually more on the dying side of things, then I'd probably do a I don't know, (laughs) like tell you death is gain or something. (laughs) I don't know, something like something crazy like that. But uh, okay, here we go. First question. First question is what were your biggest or what are your biggest fears right now as you look eternity in the eyes?
1: What? That's a different question. You said what were your biggest fears? All
2: right.
0: What are your biggest fears? Uh,
2: I think like just not knowing the lasting effects of it uh, in terms of like respiratory, any damages or anything to the lungs or to the heart. Uh, not knowing, but I guess that could be said about anything, right? But just knowing that COVID entails this kind of stuff, not knowing if down the line, like there's gonna be issues and that's kind of scary, but I mean, what are you gonna do?
1: I was thinking about the question in like thinking back to like, like our bigger fears, like when things were, I guess, more scary. Like, of course the biggest fear would be of death, but it never got to a point where like, we were like actually afraid that um because like tim was more severe than i was but i think at that time my biggest fear was that i would have to like take him to the er um mm. just because like i didn't want to have to like kind of like go through that by myself like i think i just felt like yeah scared that i would have to take him and then like or the, like that he would be admitted admitted and i would have to like
2: deal yeah with that. or like being like on in ventilators and whatnot but, yeah. yeah i mean there was probably like one like two times where i felt like oh yeah i could go to the hospital right now
1: because there was like a Kaiser doctor I talked to and it felt like she was kind of like encouraging us to go to the ER. Like she was kind of like, oh yeah, like we save these spots in the ER for people like you. Uh-oh. And I was like, oh, dude, like
0: It was ready for go. you. She's like, yeah, I put your name yeah, on the bed like, already. Oh. Well, I'm glad that you guys, uh, I'm glad that you guys didn't really have to go, you know, to the hospital, obviously. Um, I'm glad you didn't have to face your fears with that. What was hardest for your marriage? <gasps>
2: Um, I don't know, like, it, I don't think we thing? had
1: any, like, conflicts within our marriage. I think, like, it was personally harder for myself than, like, in, like, the relationship. I think, because, like, I wasn't, like, getting mad at Tim or anything, because, like, I was, like, trying to take care of him and, like, <laughs> um, make sure he stayed alive. And so,
2: because I was just, like, knocked for the first couple of days, I was, just like, knocked out all the time. Yeah. yeah so it's like she was taking care of me but it was like just kind of like yeah making sure like
0: like it's like very like
1: providing like physical needs you know,
2: that,
0: like, yeah
1: not like we were yeah, having there were, much conversation it was just me constantly asking like are you okay like do you need anything yeah, yeah. but i think like if i had to share personally about like what was hard for myself i think it was hardest when he was like asleep and like when things were like a little bit more scary like i would definitely get very anxious kind of like getting in my head and then like feeling kind of lonely like as if like if like something were to happen like it's not even like my mom can come and like help me or like go with me to the hospital or like it's just like it was it was pretty like lonely i think (coughs) thinking about
2: what we jokingly i said like oh yeah if i die you could have my money (laughs)
1: because we got life insurance
2: (laughs) it was like that I mean yeah I think for Jocelyn her being awake and not having symptoms it's probably more stressful on her than it was on me me I was just like I just couldn't even stay awake I was just like constantly like sleeping waking up like, and I yeah I just couldn't stay awake for the life of me I just like kept knocking out
0: Okay, so you kinda you kinda said it, I guess, but did this strengthen your marriage in any way?
2: <laughs> I mean, I don't I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I don't know in the sense of like it wasn't like
1: it wasn't oh, it didn't feel like a strain on our marriage. Yeah,
2: it didn't feel like oh my gosh, like we like we showed great resolve <laughs> in like overcoming this or whatnot.
1: Yeah, I think like I appreciate that he's still here. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> I mean, do you feel? I it make, you make it
1: A deeper appreciation for one another, like, mm. like she yeah. nursed you back to health. Yeah,
2: Tim. Yeah, no, most definitely. I, <laughs> I definitely feel like this appreciation. Thanks, Christy, for the prompting. <laughs> <laughs> no i mean i feel, I definitely shot, feel... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we had
1: the one argument we did have during this was that he was talking to his friend about his other friend who got covid and mm-hmm. his other friend is single living by himself oh my and god then, like tim was like talking to and like they had similar symptoms like they both had like a fever of like 102 I can, for like I'll explain seven days. after Jocelyn
2: says it. But... Okay,
1: anyways, he was talking to his other friend about this guy. And he was, and Tim was kind of like, Oh yeah, like it's probably rough, but I think he's okay. Like, I think like like he would be I think he's fine like on his own. And then I'm just like, what the heck? Why am I doing all this if you would be fine on your own? Like Okay.
2: So let explain. Let me explain. The reason I said it is because my friends in the Bay area and then my other friends living on his own. I didn't want him to worry about him because what am I going to say? Like, oh yeah, like he definitely needs someone. And then if he's like saying, oh, like, what should we do? Like we can't do anything. So I wanted to make him feel like, Hey, yeah, it's okay. Like what can you do? Like if someone says, Hey, does that person need help? And then it's like, are you going to go take care of him? Like, is anyone going to take care of him? Like, Mm. He has COVID, like what? So for me, I said that to try to make my friend feel better. But then Justin was just kind of like, what the heck? Like,
0: yeah.
2: like I'm like, I'm taking care of you. And I was, and I didn't want to yell to Justin, be like, I'm trying to make him feel better. <laughs> that, okay. So that's one of the things is right now throughout COVID, we appreciate like everyone asking, but like my friends would always ask me the same questions. And I mean, like, I can't handle that. Mm. Um, because they ask questions and it's like no one's a doctor and even if they were a doctor if they said hey they would always ask how are you doing like oh I'm tired and then they would always ask are you breathing okay and I'm thinking like everyone knows like if you have COVID and you're not breathing okay you should go to the doctor yeah right yeah, yeah so like people asking those questions for me I'm like I appreciate it but I don't want to make people worry that they can't do anything about it yeah, yeah. And the so same thing as my friends was asking about my other friend and i don't know i'm just trying to put people's minds at ease i don't know yeah
1: <laughs> so what should we ask
2: people with covid <laughs> <laughs> honestly i mean i was just like hypothetically hypothetically <laughs> yeah, yeah hypothetically i think people asking like Hey, are you feeling okay? And that would be the extent of it.
1: I think wow. as long as like it's okay to ask once in a while, but like I think like the people who ask us like every single day, I'm just like it's the same. Like it's the same. Like,
0: <laughs> same. Hey, that's what same with yesterday. <laughs> can, that's what you get for asking. Um look, I'm 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 really glad that you guys are that you guys are okay. Um I'm glad that your marriage is rock solid. I think that um I think that, you know, like all, all of all of us as couples have gone through various trials and things, but I, I would say you guys are really unique in the sense where, you know, it got pretty close to being something serious for, for both of you, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, it, this is kind of morbid, but like it's going to happen, you know, sometime for all of us. And um, I'm not trying to make this into like, oh, let's learn from Tim and Joss. But I think it's something that like as couples, we need to just be open to talking about and even like anticipating, um, marriage doesn't last forever for eternity. Like we're going to die and we're going to be of God in heaven and we will be reunited. But yeah, like there, there might be a period of time where, when, you know, when our spouse is not with us. And I think it's good that we're able to talk about these things with each other. And then also as the church be able to support each other in this way where like, yeah, like it's going to be difficult if, you know, something were to happen to somebody's spouse and then the church needs to come in and, and help. I think that's what the Bible says when it says to take care of the orphans and the widows in that way, you know, so we need to support each other and definitely supporting Tim and Joss before our prayers. That seems like the only thing we can do right now. Um, but yeah, thanks for being open and honest with us. Uh, I think the other question I had was, was there any Bible verse or um, how did you guys like encourage each other spiritually to, during this time? if at all. <laughs>
2: um, one verse that I was just like, yeah, reading during uh, when I was, yeah, it's kind of like jacked up, but it was, um, it's 2 Corinthians 12, 9. It says, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more go- gladly of my weaknesses so that power of Christ may rest upon me. Yeah, and for me, it was just—it was definitely one of those things where it sounds silly, but anytime, yeah, I always think, how like, how can this shed light to non-Christians, right? Because non-Christians will see like, oh yeah, like you are quote unquote suffering or whatever. Like, how where is God? How real is God in your life? And for me, I was just like, not, not trying to be a martyr. You know, but at the same time, just thinking like, oh yeah, hey, if we show that us as a couple, like we have faith and like we're okay, like, you know, not to downplay COVID, but just like our strength is not in our quote unquote own health, you know, like, but that, you know, we have faith in God, then he can be glorified in this situation but i mean yeah because i mean there's not it was never a point where i would like be in the hospital and be like it's like oh hey everyone like <laughs> praise god you know <laughs> they're in this situation it it, was, it never got to that dire of situations but it's just kind of like yeah like we're we're okay we're fine um and knowing that our treasure <clears throat> ultimately is in heaven and that's why I don't know like sounds morbid but but die die whatever like I know that doesn't sound nice to hear but it's just like yeah if you die die I don't know
0: I appreciate the frankness man I mean I think it's just it's natural that you would think about these things right now you know and that's why I ask you you know I think you guys are in a unique spot how about you Joss anything
1: uh yeah, when I was, like, feeling, I guess, distressed, I was thinking of, um, or, like, Psalm 23 came to mind. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they come for me. Prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I think, like, when I think of, like, the Lord, um, <clears throat> just, like, comforting during, like, a hard time, I like the imagery of him being our shepherd. Um, and then I was also, like, reading through, like, Philippians 4. Um, like, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything with prayer. Um, I think the way that we encourage each other spiritually, I think, like, for me, I was just trying to, like, pray as, as often as I could, um, and, like, praying for Tim, because I think that even if I pray for him, like, individually, like, I, there's definitely power in, like, praying together, of course, as a couple, and out loud. Yeah, Hopefully
2: you were encouraged. Yeah, no, definitely, <laughs> no. It's it, it, it was such a weird situation because yeah, Jocelyn would always pray for me, um and but it was just one of those situations where it's like she would pray, and then I would just be like knocked out, like I just had no energy. So <laughs> it was just always kind of like, oh, thank you, and she's like, all right, like I'm gonna go to sleep, or like I can't, like. I can't, like, get up out of bed. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Definitely, like, it was, I mean, very thankful for, like, our circles of um, community, like, you guys and, like, our small groups and um, just, like, church family, I think, Mm -hmm. like, because there was a little bit of, like, who do we tell when we got the news? Because we know, like, everyone, like, kind of wants to know, you know, like, everyone wants to know if their friend has COVID, but it's, like... Like, we kind of like just told the people that, like, you know, like we people we wanted to pray for us, obviously. But yeah, like...
2: we didn't want to make it like a TMZ situation because, <laughs> you know, some I mean, I know people want to know, but sometimes it's be like, but now it's like, oh, I know someone with COVID now. And it's like, uh, it's like, this is not, <laughs> I don't want it to be like that.
1: Yeah. But, anyways, we're very thankful for <clears throat> like the community that the Lord has blessed us with.
0: Oh, thanks, guys. I, I those verses that come to your minds, I think, and um, yeah, like I agree with you. It's not like when you're sick, you know you're able to like have an in-depth Bible study and have you know really like deep prayer <laughs> conversations. I think you can only go off of what you you know and what God brings to yeah. mind and you know what you can just get out there. And so, Thanks for sharing that with us. And um, thanks for being open with us too and letting us know how we can pray for you.